The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did and the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown in stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house. Sideline. Pylon. Touchdown. And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome into the Punt and Pass Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. Head on over to PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. Aaron, bowl season's about to begin, big time. This weekend, I'm pretty fired up about it. NFL games start on Saturday this week. There's obviously some Thursday night action as well. But there's tons of news that we need to get to in between Conference Championship weekend and, of course, bowl season happening soon. Before we get to that, though, this episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by our awesome partners over at Solomon Brothers Jewelers. Owned and operated, family owned and operated since 1982. That's over 35 years Solomon Brothers has the largest diamond and jewelry inventory in the Southeast. Christmas, 12 days away. Get on over to Solomon Brothers right now and get your significant other an amazing gift. If you mention the Punt and Pass podcast or just Drew and Aaron, you get 10% off your jewelry purchase at Solomon Brothers on Instagram. You can check out all the amazing inventory that they have. SolomonBrothers.com. Have a game plan going in. Or don't have a game plan going in, go hang out at the bar, watch some sports, let your significant other walk around. They have the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds, guaranteed. Two locations you can go shop at, Buckhead and Alpharetta, both amazing. And the in-store experience is unrivaled. Solomon Brothers Jewelers, SolomonBrothers.com. Murray, you're back. How was the Bahamas? I rolled solo last week. You left me hanging, but you know what? I do that for my co-host. I got to keep you around somehow. So I sent you to the Bahamas, paid for you and Sharon and Maddox to go, and I'm like, hey, just come back next year for season six of Punt and Pass. I mean, you are just the best of the best when it comes to co-host, uh, <laughs> dude. I did uh, not was, do that. It was, by the it, way. was it, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. This this resort that my wife's company took us to, Bahamar, there in the Bahamas, it, it had everything. I mean, it, it, you literally from the adults, there's a casino, there's like six pools, the beach, they have a water park that has like, it was like a mini Sweet. adventure island for anyone who's been down to Tampa, uh, golf course. Awesome. 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 <laughs> awesome. And when we found out that little man is not like you and I, he's not like a, a super white boy. He actually tans a little bit like oh, his mom. He's got that olive Maddox skin. Got a little tan line, his little booty, little tan line going on. He looked good. I love it. Uh, thank goodness we have to deal with the burn baby. He was great on the way down. On the way back, he didn't was want to a leave. monster on the plane ride. 
little monster. <laughs> That's amazing. Just complete asshole on the plane right now. <laughs> we love you, Maddox. We love you. That's great. That's great. Well, I'm glad you guys had that vacation, and always good to get that first flight off the list with the little man. So now he knows what it's like, and now y'all both know what it's like. But you're back in the fold. Um, it is mid-December. Bowl season starts this weekend. There's like six or seven games on this Saturday, which should be awesome. I love it when the NFL plays on the weekend as well, Saturday being not a Sunday. But we'll start with the Heisman Trophy. They gave away the Heisman Trophy last week, as expected. Bryce Young won the first quarterback in the history of Alabama to win the Heisman Trophy, which is just crazy to think about. But also the third Heisman winner in seven years from Alabama. Back-to-back winners, Devontae Smith a year ago, Bryce Young this year, Derrick Henry seven years ago. I would imagine, I mean, the total points, he just boat raced the field. He had 684 first-place votes. Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end for Michigan, finished second. He had 78 first-place votes. Bryce Young's total point tally, 2,311. Aiden Hutchinson, 954. But I think this is really interesting, and then I just want to get some of your thoughts, and I've got some um, funny things we can just kind of chat about as the ceremony went on. Will Anderson who you and I both said is the best player on Alabama's team. He was not invited to New York. He finished fifth in overall voting, but he got more first-placed votes than two of the people that were in New York. Will Anderson had 31 first-place votes for the Heisman Trophy. Kenny Pickett had 28. C.J. Stroud had 12. That, that's just it's kind of crazy to me. Um, I know the whole voting thing matters, but if somebody almost gets 40 first-place votes, I think he should go to New York. Well, he's the best player in college football. I think Will we, Anderson I think is. Will Anderson is, wow. yes. Will Anderson, in my mind, is the best player in college football. He is an absolute beast off the edge. And I forgot where I was listening to today when it came to stats between him um, you know, and, and, and some of the other defensive players just in the country. And he just blows everyone away. Like It's, it's not even close what he was able to do this year. Uh, and, and like we hit on last week when we saw him live in person – one of the most impressive human beings you'll ever see. Yeah, uh, just an absolute stud. He's a game changes record. your perspective quickly when you see. If, if I if I if I did have a vote, and I would love to get your your top three. If I had to go three, I I probably would have gone Bryce just because you know at the end of the day it's hard not to give it to a quarterback and what he did versus Auburn coming from a quarterback. Give me a break. yes, of course coming from a quarterback. We got to we got to stick together. <laughs> the way he finished versus Auburn, and then obviously the way he played versus Georgia in that defense. Yeah. I think really solidified himself. I think a lot of people kind of knew that he was going to be the winner of this thing. So I, I would have gone him one. I would have gone Will Anderson two, and I would have gone Pickett three. Yeah, that's my that would be my top three. Here's a question for you: If Tanks Bigsby stays in bounds and Auburn beats Alabama, um, and Bryce Young still plays the way he did against Georgia, does he win the Heisman? I think I to. <sighs> To me, the good thing is the fact that Ohio State lost to Michigan. Yeah. So I think that then all of a sudden, because I, I was anticipating um, you know, their quarterback to win it there at Ohio State. And then once they lost to Michigan, he completely got knocked out of it. And then there's really no one left. Like, mm-hmm. who was really left that could have won the award? There wasn't yeah. a lot of big time guys. Like, this was such a weird year. I know. When it came to the Heisman, I'm like, all right, who. who uh, we, we had the running back from Mich- Michigan State. You know, he was making a great name for himself. He had a great run for a while. He was like, all right, the guy is leading the nation in rushing. And then all of a sudden, he crapped the bed versus Ohio State. Did absolutely nothing. So then he's out of it. Like, there, were the, there wasn't a lot of Heisman guys this year. So I guess you could say Pickett. Kenny Pickett, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I think I would have gone 
with Kenny Pickett. I mean, what yeah. he did for Pitt, they won the ACC. The, they Well over 40 points per game. Dude can run it. Dude could sling it. Uh, they make it to, what bowl game are they going to? Pitt's playing, um, it's a New Year's Six ball, obviously. I, I forget. You can look that up for me. ACC, where do they? I, Is it? I apologize. Yeah, no not idea. off the top of my head. I was we'll just look looking back, though. Kenny Pickett, I think, would have been my first pick. Um, I probably would have voted Will Anderson, maybe, for my first pick. I I don't know. It's easier to say now, and I was just looking through as you were talking, like the discrepancy between the vote total. I mean, Bryce Young, almost you know, over 2,300 votes, points, and Aiden Hutchinson, not even 1,000 points. The closest outcome ever for the Heisman Trophy was in 2009. It was 28 points. Mark Ingram beat out Toby Gerhardt, and Colt McCoy finished third. Crazy. They're in the Peach. They're in the Peach Bowl, by the way. Michigan okay. State versus yes, Pittsburgh. That's right. Peach Bowl. Uh, but this was a year for the Heisman Trophy to have some fun, and uh, the voters decided otherwise. Bryce Young deservedly wins the Heisman Trophy. Cool to see some other names on here. Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati quarterback, finished eight. Jordan Davis, the D tackle from Georgia, finished nine. I mean, do you think? Do you think if if so? Let's play the scenario that Tank Bigsby stays in bounds. Yeah. Auburn wins. Alabama's not feeling super juicy heading to Atlanta. Their season's done. Like, if okay, he does not have the game he had against Georgia. He and they lose to Auburn. He does not win. Do you, do you think? Do you think Jordan Davis has? If Georgia would have played the way they should have played or could have played, and who knows? Maybe they're just not as good as we're making them out to be. But if if they played the way they played this entire season, do you think? Without the stats, Jordan Davis would have found a way in there. It would have been really interesting, and I think he would have had enough juice around him from a PR standpoint, from a hype standpoint, that he could have got invited. Yeah, I do think that. Um, I do think that. Bryce Young wins, though. Cool for him. I'm turning on the TV, and I'm going, oh, my God, what is he wearing? The turtleneck, the gold chain on the outside of the turtleneck. Everybody has seen the meme of the picture from The Rock with the fanny pack, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. You've seen that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what he was wearing. I was like, how is this meme not just sweeped across Twitter, swept across Twitter? The turtleneck picture of Dwayne Johnson with his thumbs in the fanny pack and the gold chain outside the black turtleneck. That's what Bryce Young was wearing to the Heisman Trophy finalist ceremony. That's called confidence. Confidence is wearing that get up. Knowing that you're going to win for the first time, first time, no suit or tie, no, 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 no tuxedo, none of that. My man just walked in. He's an is impressive that, is individual, that right? Though. He's in it. I, what, when's the last time you remember someone winning the I Heisman? Don't, not I don't showing remember. up in a suit. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, and I, whatever, do your thing, man. I, I could care less. He looked, it, it's not like he's walking there with, with, with shorts and a t shirt, like it was a good looking outfit. Yeah, everybody but knows he, this picture. Yeah. I mean, that, that's oh, the picture yeah. I'm talking about. That's what Bryce Young was wearing to the about 30 Heisman. years ago, though. <laughs> He's an impressive dude, though. Just, li- I mean, listening to him, talking to him in the past, uh, you can tell guys on the team. You know, I, I, I remember listening to after the SEC championship game, Will Anderson was asked about the Heisman Trophy uh, by Jamie Erdahl, and he's like, "Man, the kid deserves it more than yeah. anyone. Like, he, he's a Heisman winner." Uh, so he's good for him. It wasn't the toughest year when it came to winning, but I just don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind that he did not deserve it at the end of the day. No, I'm more interested in seeing now going forward, how much damn money this kid's about to make. Cause oh, he yeah. was the highest paid quarterback heading into yep. the season without ever being playing in a game as a yep. starter. You win the highest in years. What's that? Uh, is he eligible 2023 draft? I forget when he's, I mean, he, he's still in school for a while. He's one more year. He's yeah, a one sophomore more year. This gotcha. year. Yeah, gotcha. he's he's a true sophomore. So yeah, he is about to get 
stupid money. So I'm hoping there's some, I hope there's some businesses out there and if he would be smart, he would sign up with Icon Source. Absolutely. Make some big deals. Get he some has, money in the he, pocket. He's already on Icon Source. I'll tell you that right now. You Any well, businesses if you, if that you want yep. to reach out to Bryce Young, head on over to IconSource.com. Download the Icon Source app, obviously. What do you think he's going to make? What, what do you think? Well, look, it was reported Three, that he was offered over a million dollars before he took a snap. Um, it's also always said that if you win the Heisman Trophy, like life after football, about a million dollars a year. That's freaking awesome. So good for him. The guy's ready to roll. Um, he's going to be able to make so much money, you know, and, and he's got a great image. And I thought he did really well speaking there. Um, I love the presentation from Devontae Smith to give it to him through the video. I love this quote, though, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it. He said this, quote, I've always been ruled out. And kind of doubted. For me, it's always been about not really proving them wrong, but proving to myself what I can accomplish. Now, I agree with you, dude. Obviously. You want to prove it to yourself. But I've got a little bit of an issue with the I've always been ruled out, and I've kind of been doubted. Dude, you were a five-star recruit from modern day, okay? One of the most illustrious high school programs in the nation. I think 247 Sports rated him as, like, the greatest high school quarterback recruit ever. When they started the composite rankings, he goes to Alabama, the, the, the top school in America for college football, and then he redshirts for a year, it immediately starts playing. So let's chill out on the I've always been ruled out and kind of doubted, because based on your previous rankings and how you have been treated as a recruit, I don't know if I can buy that. To your point, if you want to believe that in your head and then go out and smack Georgia's defense around like you did in the SEC championship game, well then more power to you. But I, I you know what it reminds me of? Really did, you ever, did you ever watch the 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 documentary on Jordan, the Bulls that came yes. out? Oh, 30 for 30. Oh, you last know what, dance? Jor- Amazing. Yeah, last dance. Jordan would make up all this bull crap about yeah. you know the other team disrespecting him and the coach not wanting to shake his hand and how he used that as motivation. It was completely – most of it was false, false. and untrue. Yeah. But he would create these stories in his head to get pissed off and then go out there and, and just kick some butt. I mean, listen, whatever it takes – whether it's money, whether it's fame, whether it is girls, whether it is hey you, you, it, yeah, what, whatever, you, whatever <laughs> your thing is, yeah, just stick to it. And for his, he he feels like he's doubted. And listen, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I tell you what, when I saw him on the sidelines in pregame, and Jordan Davis walked by him, You're like this is gonna break in half. Because so he was warming up where, where we were doing the pregame show there on the sideline. He was warming up right next to me. And Jordan Davis was going to do a lap around the entire stadium. So I'm like, oh, my God, I got to I gotta watch this. And Jordan walked by him, and he looked double the size. Oh, looked like he I eaten burritos Bryce, better than Bryce Young. Yeah, Seriously. Bryce is, is – so, I mean, I guess if, if, if that's the case, like everyone's doubting him because the fact that he's, what, 5'10", maybe 190 pounds on a good day. I mean, oh, he's, I mean, he's yeah, on a good day. Yeah, he's very tiny. He's very tiny. I've never um, seen Kyler Murray in person. I I, I assume they're pretty similar in, in stature. I would but, think Kyler's a little bit more little thicker. Mus- musculature, if you yes. will. Um, and I think Kyler's a little quicker, too. And I think Kyler's oh, a better— Oh, by far. Wow. Like, I, I, I'm still confused. Like, I think Bryce is a really good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I mean, kid would just want a Heisman. Crushed he, Georgia. Team, just crushed Georgia. He's a stud. And there's a lot of people saying, hey, 2023 – He's going to be the number one pick in the draft, and he will. He, he could be, but I, if I compare him to Kyler, I think Kyler's way better right now. Coming well, out of shit, Kyler's in his second year. Well, in the I NFL. know, I know. I'm saying coming out of about. Oklahoma. Okay, yes, okay. obviously, right now, I got coming you. out of Oklahoma, I think I would think Kyler, but you know, he has another year to prove it and get better. 
but Kyler's bigger, a little thicker, I think quicker and better arm. Yeah, maybe more built for the NFL per their statures. That would yes. make sense. Yep. Uh, last thing about the Heisman Trophy, and then we're going to move on to the transfer portal mad- madness. The Aiden Hutchinson, most awkward thing ever. I'm assuming you saw this, Aaron? No. Okay, so Aiden Hutchinson is being interviewed, and Chris Fowler, or excuse me, it's like Tebow, Desmond Howard, Robert Griffin III, the ESPN crew. They're like, hey, what an amazing year. Like, walk us through it. And Aiden Hutchinson with C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Kenny Pickett standing right beside him was like, man, what an awesome year for me and my teammates. We had two goals this year, beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten, and we did both of them. And C.J. Stroud was standing right next to us. Everybody's like, whoa, whoa. And 800's like, hey, man, I'm sorry, you know, so-and-so. And And Tim Tebow steps in and was like, I'm glad Kenny's standing in between y'all. And then Desmond Howard goes, yeah, he's doing more than Kenny's offensive lineman did. And Kenny, uh, C.J. Stroud was just, didn't even move his face. I mean, everybody else was laughing. It was so uncomfortably awkward while you watched it, your skin was crawling. I was like, what is going on right now? Just Love the it. added commentary from Desmond Howard. Yeah, it's more than his O-line did. As a Michigan guy, a little bit out of line, maybe. I thought it no. was hilarious. I thought CJ Stroud could have laughed. I thought CJ Stroud could have laughed. Like, hey, did a little something like that. Nothing. Like, super, super weird. So, it was awkward. Of course it wasn't over the line. CJ Stroud lighten up, dude lighten up it's funny hey you know off the field we can have some fun i will send you that youtube video please do right afterwards it's well I, I guarantee you one thing that heisman final four is gonna look very similar next year with at least two of them it's i mean see pickett's gone C- right yeah pickett's gone but cj's back so oh, you're yeah. gonna have cj and bryce most likely back there in new yeah. york yeah absolutely the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Well, let's talk about the transfer portal. I mean, dude, it has reached new heights of craziness. And the marquee names right now are quarterbacks, like pick of the litter quarterbacks, former top recruits. Let me just give you a quick little update of who has announced that they are going into the transfer portal. Are you ready, Aaron? Feel free to add anybody that I miss. Bo Nix, Tank Bigsby, Mac Johnson, Miles Brennan, Keaton Slovis, 
Zach Calzada, Spencer Rattler, Harrison Bailey. I mean, huge names. Guys who were starting or have played a lot at their respective schools are like, hey, you know what? I'm on to the next. I'll give one guy credit. Did, did you did you give the name of the kid that committed as a— Quinn Ewers. Yeah, the kid that was playing at Ohio State, supposed to be in high school. Yes. Decides to leave after. I mean, what? A, this is why you should have stayed your damn senior year. Complete 100%. waste. 100%. Complete waste, my man. And he you know, reportedly made $1.4 million. I have no idea. I have absolutely no it's idea. It's not a complete waste then. But that was over three That was over three years, though. I wonder, yep. since he's leaving, does that get cut to a third? Or does it Which go up Which is still great more? money. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? But he has already announced that he's going to go to Texas, where he wanted to go in the first place. I think where he like decommitted from and then went to Ohio State and skipped a senior year. I have no idea. I'll give one kid credit. Okay, I'll give Bo Nix credit. He graduated. He's going to be yep. a graduate transfer. The portal exists now. He's done his deal. That's what happened when you and I were in school, Aaron. Usually, if you wanted to transfer, you had already graduated. And back then, I think in order to play immediately, you had to go to a school that did not offer the graduate degree that your current school could have offered. That is how you got around the rule back then. Let me say that again. If you wanted to transfer as a graduate and play immediately— you had to go to a school that offered a graduate degree that your current school did not. So, Bo Nix, he released a statement last night. It was really funny because it was like in pitch black. Did you watch that video? No, I, I heard it this morning. So, it was, it's funny because it somebody, t- somebody tweeted out, this video looks like it is actually inside the transfer portal. It's a, it's pretty <laughs> funny. But, but he said, he goes, hey, you know what? I came here to do two things, play football and graduate. I've been blessed enough to do both. I'm going to take a risk. On to the next one. Give me your thoughts around the madness that the transfer portal is because obviously you and I as former players, like we get it. Guys want to play. Guys want to go find out new adventures. Uh, They're not going to play anymore. But like Spencer Rattler, for example, him and Bo Nix were the top two rated quarterbacks coming out of high school in 2019, and now they're both on their new schools. I, I listen. I hate it because you know I, I like to see guys stick it out. I've seen it over and over again. Guys just keep jumping, keep jumping, thinking that the grass is greener on the other side. And you know if if, if at least for Bo Nix, like I just think, unless he's talked to to Harson and those guys, like if he's able to get healthy next year, like he's going to be the starting quarterback. Maybe yeah. to me, maybe he's just sick of every all the fans bitching about this kid's overrated. He never he hasn't proven himself. I call me crazy. I thought Bo Nix took some huge strides in the right direction this you year. You said it often on this show. Huge strides in the right direction. I'm like, man, if he can now take this off season, second year of the system, and do that again for his senior year. He has a chance to be pretty darn good there at Auburn and make some noise in the SEC West. So I don't know why he's leaving. He's the best quarterback on the roster. I don't know if they have a top guy coming in or not that maybe worried him. I would have stayed, but you got to give it to me. It's it's hard being a quarterback in the SEC. I did it for four years. It's grueling. You you, you hear the noise, and you know I also played in in an age where social media wasn't as big as it is now, and you just hear all the negativity over and over and over and over again. So I understand sometimes you just got to hit the reset button, start over, go somewhere fresh. But the problem is you go somewhere new, you got to learn a new system. You got to learn to be a leader among new men. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch of other quarterbacks there that have also been promised by that coaching staff that they're going to be the starting quarterback of said university. Where you're at Auburn, you know the coaches, you know the players, you know the system, and you know you're the best quarterback on the roster. You're, in a, you're at an SEC school. I just don't understand the, 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 the reason why he's leaving. Unless Harson went to him and said, hey, listen, you had your year. We're going to most likely move in this direction going forward. 
uh, with TJ Finley, which I, I, I can't believe that because I don't think TJ is very good. Yeah, I mean, just looking at these names again, um, like Spencer Rattler, where's he going to go? He ain't coming into the SEC. What about what about someplace like Oregon? Anthony what Brown. About, what about what about what do you think Bo Nix would go to Ole Miss? God, that I mean, that would be nuts. Would he go I to Ole Miss? I'm, him, and I'm beat? calling. I'm calling. Wow. Like, I mean, that him. would be sweet. That would be sweet. I was just gonna, you know, kind of lead that into Dan Lanning, new uh, head coach at Oregon. Obviously, these young head coaches they need success early to prove themselves, and that all starts with the quarterback. Maybe reach out to a guy like Spencer Rattler, bring him up to the Phil Knight Nike Land of Eugene, Oregon, for the Ducks. I'm I don't know. Lane Kiffin. Zach I'm Cal- Lane Kiffin. Zach Calzada, dude, just beat Alabama, right? He was the saving grace of Texas A&M football this year. Obviously, they did not finish the season as they wanted to, and now he's out. Like, how did that conversation happen? Well, did Jimbo know, say heading into next year, we're going to be wide open again? Yeah, so yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Well, that's what I hate. Like, dude, you're the starter ending the season. Stick it out and try to win the job next year. Yeah. Like, you have more – right now, you have more playing experience than Haynes King. Uh, I know he was declared the starter after spring and, and fall camp, but, like – Man up, man. Like, you are the starter right now. Go yeah. keep your job. Like, you're quitting before the competition even starts in spring. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I agree with you. That's why it's it's such that, a. To me, I, I just hate guys taking the easy route out. Some of these guys that, you know, I think you should stay, see what happens. At least give it through spring, too, yeah. maybe. Yeah. You know, who knows what, what, what um, you know, the A&M position is going to look like in spring. You have had the most. PT of anyone on that roster. Yeah. Go or go keep your damn job. Go work your ass off and keep your job instead of trying to go somewhere else. Speaking of the easy route, if you want to make things easy on yourself this holiday season, head on over to Solomon Brothers. Get your significant other or yourself an amazing piece of jewelry. SolomonBrothers.com at Solomon Brothers on Instagram. Two top-rated jewelry stores, one in Buckhead, one in Alpharetta. And the best part about Solomon Brothers is it is for anyone with any budget big or small, and you can make that budget go further by mentioning Punt and Pass or myself or Aaron, and you get 10% off your jewelry purchase. The lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry diamonds, guaranteed, SolomonBrothers.com, at Solomon Brothers on Instagram. Get over there before you run out of time this holiday season. That is the easy way out, and you will look like an absolute genius. Shout out to Solomon Brothers. You mentioned it, though, Aaron. It's about these players. Hey, they want to go play. I'm out. I'm on to the next one. And Mike Leach, head coach at Mississippi State, just with a sledgehammer of a quote, especially as it to play on social media, he comes out talking about kids opting out of bowl games, right? And this quote was picked up and retweeted and commented on from every talking head in the media, so why not add our thoughts right here? On punt and pass, and this was the quote about players opting out of bowl games. Mike Leach said, quote, it's one of the biggest absurdities I've seen. You owe it to your team. You owe it to your fans. You owe it to your coaches. And it's the most bizarre thing in the world to me. But I want to give a little bit, end quote. I want to give a little bit more detail because that's all you saw going around. And I was like, well, well clearly he said more than just that. And everybody's posturing their opinion around that. But he said, and he added this, somebody says, well, I can't play one more game. 
They think they're going to have a storied 10-year NFL career, and then they can't play one more college game? Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, guys will go to the NFL, they'll make the Pro Bowl, and then they'll play in the Pro Bowl. Again, this is one of the biggest absurdities that I've seen, and it's selfish, too. A lot to unpack there. Okay, I do not like kids opting out of bowl games. Look, if you're a top 10 pick, like Kyle Hamilton Kyle Hamilton at Notre Dame. Guy's been hurt. He's battled injuries all season long. He's going to be a first-round pick. Notre Dame not playing for a national championship. Brian Kelly's already left you before you go play in the Fiesta Bowl. I get it, right? I get it. You and I have, have had so many great memories during bowl week. Oh, my God. And I'm like, it's the most fun. It's, it's Oh, my God. It's, it's, a bl- it's one more chance to hang out with your boys because we both know the NFL locker room is nothing like the college locker room. Like These are your guys that you, you live with in dorms or houses. You, you go out with. You hang out with. NFL is you got your season. You go to practice. You go home. Most of these guys have family kids. As soon as the season ends – everyone's on a jet somewhere yeah. else to go back home for the off season. Like yeah. it's not the same kind of feel. And then you come back and for OTAs and half the roster is gone or maybe even more than half the roster is completely different. So this is your last opportunity to go on a fun trip, be at a bowl game with your boys before you go out to the NFL. I loved every single moment of it. I think it goes back to when the playoffs started, did that water down these bowl games? One, there's too many bowl games. And two, just the thought of, okay, we didn't make the playoffs, so now who gives a crap about playing in a bowl game? And then if we add to a 12-team playoff, what is that going to now do to the rest of the bowl games even further? Because if you don't make the 12-team playoff, do you even care about these bowl games? Like, are we just making it, like, who gives a damn? Like, it's either make it to the playoffs or bust. And which is understandable. Like, you want to win a championship, but there was something to be said to making some of these bowl games, especially – a game like the Fiesta Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Rose Bowl, those big games, like, you'd be crazy to opt out. Even the games that we had in Orlando or Tampa, like, it's an honor, man, to make a bowl game, to go down there, warm weather, be in Florida, have some fun, go to Disney World. Stupid. That's all I got to say. I agree. Play uh, your last game. It's one more game, one more opportunity, unless you're like him who – if you are injured, if you're, you're something's been nagging you all year, I understand. But if you're healthy, it's another opportunity to play football. I agree. You know what? And, and Mike Leach said it's selfish. And I think it's funny because his words will get warped from a perspective of a coach, a guy who's had many jobs, especially after the coaching salaries that we're seeing these guys get, especially after some of the actions that we have seen from coaches. Look, that's just the nature of the beast. All right. That, that is what it is. We can always complain about coaches taking new jobs, getting paid huge salaries. We're all still going to watch football on Saturdays. He said it's selfish. I would say it's a disservice to these guys themselves. Right. I really would think that. Okay. Because if you opt out of the bowl game, you're not going on the bowl trip. Aaron, uh, my senior year, Outback Bowl, Tampa, Florida, your hometown. We had so much fun. Oh, my we had, God. We had so much fun. Great memories. I just think these guys, like when you get to the other side, if you would have told me, hey, guess what? December 26th, we get to go down to Miami with Georgia and we get to act like we're Georgia football players and have our own bowl week again. We get our own per diem. We get the gifting suite. During practice, you and I get to go play golf. I'd be like, uh, yes. I mean, those are just such fun weeks. And I just feel like The perspective we have, I always kind of check myself. Am I old man? Get off my lawn, man. I don't think so. I I just – 
we've been no, we're not we've been old there. men. We're, we've we've been there. Like yeah. we know yeah. what it's like, how hard it was to make some of these bowl games, and how much fun they were. Like we're yeah. more of like, hey man, why wouldn't you go enjoy this this last opportunity? Yep, totally agree. Like it's not a grind. Like man, you go there, you practice. Practices are pretty light. There's a bunch of fun activities around the game. Um, and the game's usually pretty fun too. Like it's not like a you know, life or death opportunity here. It's more just like a a a a, a game of football surrounded by lots of really fun activities. Absolutely, absolutely. So for two for, for for two guys that have played in in, in eight combined uh, eight combined ones, I've been a part of five. Were you a part of five? I was a part of five. Sugar Bowl being yeah. my first in 2007. That's ten, that's 10 bowl games. That's a lot of experience we're talking from here. It is. And even the bowl practice Christmas morning on an iced over field in Shreveport, Louisiana, I tell that story like five times a year because it's an yep. amazing memory. If I could have opted out of one bowl game, it would have been that one, and I didn't. I was a punter. Take that with a grain of salt. But I don't believe anybody opted out of that bowl game nope. whatsoever. So for what it's worth. Well, it's kind of it's like – when I was coming through, when I was committing out of high school, everyone really started the the beginning of um, starting as in January and early an early enrollee. And now all of a sudden, it was like two or three guys per team maybe that would early enrollee. And all of a sudden, every year just keeps increasing, increasing. And now pretty much everyone has to do it. I mean it's just crazy the extremes that we've seen in college sports from uh, the early signing day period and how early that is. Like 80% of guys are already signed and committed to their programs, to the the amount of early enrollees each school's getting, to the transfer portal, to coaches leaving left and right. Like it is – I mean we've only been out of college football for seven, eight years, and it seems like it's a completely oh, different – like not wild. even close to I know. the college football that you and I know. I know. We're it's not crazy. that old. Like no, I got like three great. I like hairs. to think like, we're I'm not. not. I'm not salt and pepper over here yet. I can't even grow facial hair. Okay, I'm not that old. And you got a couple of grays coming in. I can't even grow facial hair. So we're not that old. Damn it! Listen to us. We know what we're talking about. Always fun to pontificate, and I feel like this topic comes up every time of this year. But um, this year, with a little bit more fervor, with recent actions of coaches, with NIL, with transfer portal, all that good juicy stuff, and we'll be able to talk more about it. Later on this week, just saw a really unfortunate piece of news that was just a total gut punch. Damn good dog. One of my all-time favorite guys, Steve Greer. Coach Greer passed away this morning. He battled ALS the last three years. ALS is just the worst, worst disease possible. Um, Was fortunate enough to see Coach Greer daily inside the facility at Buttsmere during our days at Georgia. His last year as a director of football ops was 2009, notably when Josh Brooks came in, our new athletic director. Um, Coach Greer, man, one of the best Georgia Bulldogs ever. He was so dedicated to the entire university, got a great family, um, and, and seeing his positive attitude as he was battling ALS was, was really amazing. Love that guy. Uh, rest in peace to Coach Greer and prayers to his family. So hate to hear that news, especially right before the holidays, but man, man, screw ALS. I absolutely yep. hate that disease. All right, well, uh, yeah, man. Bowl season starting back up. We'll get some picks going uh, Thursday's episode. Maybe we'll tape it on Friday. Uh, a little bit slower this time of year. And we'll have our award winners on next uh, this next episode. I promise you that. Our two winners from the YouTube contest for golf and our prize picks Thanksgiving well, this, weekend this, giveaway winner. This, I, I, gotta, I better get my golf game right because, okay. I mean, golly, I played this morning, Drew. 
bad. Well, you know what? A bad oh. day on the golf course. Oh, uh, have is you played? Than a good you day probably played Piedmont Driving Club. Yeah, yeah. Fun I couldn't course. hit a damn fairway. I yeah, mean, it's you're just out. It's, you're out. it is the most narrow freaking course out there. I felt yeah. like I didn't know how to play golf anymore. So this is <laughs> this is the time to get me. So I, I was talking smack about two weeks ago that you want to be on my team. Yep. Mm-hmm. You may want Drew, unfortunately. We'll let them decide. We'll let them decide, and we'll let you know who wins coming up on the episode later on this week. Huge shout-out to our awesome partners over at Solomon Brothers. Again, Christmas right around the corner. Get into one of their two locations, Buckhead, 17th Floor Tower Place, and Alpharetta just past the Avalon. Amazing locations. The inventory is incredible. The in-store experience is unmatched. I'm just telling you. You have to go enjoy it with your significant other. Stores for anyone with any budget, big or small, mention Punt and Pass or Drew or Aaron. You get 10% off your jewelry purchase. They have the largest diamond and jewelry inventory in the Southeast. They also offer interest-free financing options. So you're not going to have to break the bank. Solomon Brothers has thought of it all. Custom jewelry designs, lifetime diamond upgrades, the biggest selection, the best quality, the lowest prices. SolomonBrothers.com, at Solomon Brothers on instagram follow us at punt and pass twitter and instagram at drew butler at air murray 11 punt and pass.com murray anything on the way out brother no man uh just getting my mind right get the house ready to go still debating if we want a christmas tree or not what i'm just are nervous str- are you little Scrooge? man little man is destructive right I now like, I, think he's, I think he's hit like his terrible twos a little bit early even our nanny came back today and she's like hey what did you do with my boy on vacation? Because he's not the same kid who left a week ago. Love it. Love it. I feel like he's just going to want to tear the tree down with all the. Let ball. him do it. Let yeah. Okay. It. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. hundred percent. Sharon will clean it up. Let him do it. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later on this week. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Ballou here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. 
This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 